All right, all right, all right. Welcome to Palm Tree Chronicles, episode eight. We're having a good time. We ha- we had to start start this podcast off a little different, little little elegant, elegant some way. <laughs> Y'all know the word I'm trying to say. We got a queen in the building, so we had to do a, we had to do a little different. No trap music this time. Um, that, there you go. I couldn't get it out. I couldn't get it out. Um, so. Today's episode is about passing the ball relying, and relying on your team. Um, you know, of course, you got Mr. Jose Walker, myself, the, a.k.a. the massage guy. Then you Hollywood. Got, oh, and Mr. Ho- a.k.a. Hollywood Jack. Jesus. Jesus. It, it's, been a, it's been a long week. Um, we also got, you know, my co-host, Mr. Smitty Smith, and, you know, the queen of the city, Ms. Jazz, CEO of everything. So, <laughs> so we're gonna have Mr. Smitty Smith introduce himself, himself, and then we're gonna get um, Jazz to talking. There you go. What's happening, everybody? Uh, we got a beautiful queen in the building. She is a entrepreneur herself. She does a little bit of technology, and if you mess with her, she definitely will look your background <laughs> up really quick. So we she can have, erase you. I heard. She kind of what? She can erase you. Like, yeah, she yeah, definitely can. can delete you. <laughs> Control or delete you. For Control or delete. Control all all the way delete. And we got the wonderful Jazzy Renee Washington. There you go. I didn't know what else. I, I didn't want to know. I didn't want to say it. I didn't want to say it. I was just like, don't give old governments or something. Not at all. We didn't sign no waiver to say Not that name all. out loud. We had you had to be careful. There it is. Sample. So. Uh, introduce yourself, Queen. Let the people know who you are, what you do. And tell them about the wonderful, wonderful company that you have going on right here in the beautiful state of Florida. Again, Jazzy Renee Washington here. I am the founder and CEO of Jazzco Fitness. If you haven't been there, go check it out. We're located at Barnett Park five days a week and also in Winter Garden at the West Orange Orlando Magic Center. And also the founder of Black Business Orlando, where we have over 14,000 members now, steadily approaching 15,000. And of course, by day, I do cybersecurity. By night, everything else. All right. <laughs> <laughs> All Res- right. Resume, down to the floor. <laughs> down to the floor. <laughs> down to the floor. And you know, since we have this special queen, we had her pick the alcohol of the week. And she decided on crown. the going favorite, crown apple. Yes, sir. Mm. It's sweet, it's sweet, savory, and it gets you drunk. <laughs> <laughs> so today we um, we touching on passing the ball and relying on your team. That's why we asked the queen to come in today. So we're gonna actually just kick the ball right off to her and let her uh, start this topic off. I think she she got the most knowledge on the situation. Yeah, she probably do. So Queen, what um, now? You know you have a lot of things that you're doing right now. And you have a lot of team members. Obviously, you don't do it by yourself because it wasn't it wouldn't be as big as it is. So explain to us how important it is to rely on your team and give and hold your teammates accountable to make your vision come to life. There's definitely two sides of that. First, I'll speak from the the Jazzco Fitness side. Mm-hmm. As you guys know, I'm studying right now for my Security Plus certification. 
So um, with Jazzco and me having such an amazing team, I was able to take myself off the schedule and then just let them handle everything. So I have probably the best instructors um, in this whole city, in my opinion. Talk it. Claim it. I went to a class. Yeah, right. Talk it. Yeah, but did you do the class? I see. I, I'm, I'm not that in shape yet. <laughs> moving. I don't have that much rhythm no more. It's been a few years since I danced like that. Right. But you know, next time. <laughs> so yeah, just knowing and um, trusting and having a good relationship with your team, knowing that they're gonna, you know, dot all the dot I's, cross all the T's when you're not there. Um, it's just a big relief. Because, you know, they'll, they're able to run the whole class by themselves and they have a good relationship with all the clients and stuff as well. And, of course, we have our Teach You How to Wine workshop coming up on May 8th. Yes. I know I do that. I can wine. What, to buy it? All right, so you're saying you're going to be there? Yeah. Oh, you going to buy it? No, I'm, 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 I'm teaching Not that wine. Not that wine. Oh, not that wine. What no. type of wine are you talking about? Hip rolls. You know, I'm oh. a specialist at that. Oh, you know, hip rolls. Yeah, you know, I, you know, I'm a specialist. You know, back oh. in my day. Okay. You know, I ain't, we don't get too far. Nah, that. Maybe, too far. May, maybe later. Maybe, maybe later. later. Okay. You know, I, right. I, I might, they might bring me to the front of the class on that one. Man, that's going to be <laughs> insane. You heard it from him. I, we did. That is documented. That's definitely documented. Time stamp. To the front of the class. <laughs> yeah, you know, Jazz, we'll be back on the podcast, though, to talk about that wine class, and she's going she gonna to call you out. I am. Okay, I'm gonna get some wine before I before I got wine. I'm good. Uh, okay, we're well, gonna we'll have see. wine there too. Wine and wine. That's what I'm talking about. See, I'll be there. I'm <laughs> Booking my ticket tonight. Right. So what? What about you? What about you for? Uh, you know, the massage or the, the training. Definitely, you know, building a team down here is a little different than back home. Where's back home? Michigan. What part? Uh, Detroit. So building a team is a little different, different uh, atmosphere. Um, so I've been working on building a team to do more massage, uh, working with a lot of different therapists. I have a team of a good team, a great team of individuals that, you know, we get the job done when the job is called upon us. Chair massage, couples massage, event corporate massage, everything, we get it done. Um, but I had to learn to rely on them to... First show up and get it done. So when you meet and when you first build on the team, I haven't been here long enough. I haven't been here that long. I wouldn't say long enough because you come in and just take mm-hmm. over. But um, I haven't been doing it long enough building that team where, you know, I have a good team now, but I'm, I'm steadily building it. Steadily building it all the time. So if you listen to this podcast and you're a massage therapist who want to, do chair massage, couple massage, corporate massage, and you you tired of the spa pay that pay you eighteen dollars for an hour of your hard work, sweat, and tears. <laughs> Look me up, massage guy, everywhere. So, <laughs> but yeah, so you know that's a, that's an important thing. And on building on that, um, I had to learn I couldn't do it all myself. You know, mm-hmm. I'm only one person. I can't be everywhere at at a time, but I have to be able to set the structure up for it to be done the right way. You know. Yeah, and two big important things is also team building and um, bonding. So you got to have activities outside of work as well for your team. If you guys could know each other, love each other, trust each other. I had um, somebody from John Maxwell come out and do a leadership game with my team at Jazzco. Kind of help us learn more about each other and how we feel about each other and um, 
It was very, it's probably about that time to do it again. I did it two years ago. Yeah, I usually I usually take my team out to the bar, pay for it. You find out a lot of you find out a lot about people when you start drinking. Yeah. <laughs> yes, you, find, you do. You find out a lot of what they like, what they don't like, what they want to do. Sure. Different sure. stuff because uh, you know we break that after that first shot of tequila, everybody right. everybody ready to talk. Yeah, that team bonding is is real, especially outside of the uh, the workforce. Uh, for me uh, personally, uh, the, a lot of the. Uh, independent contractor that I hire, I try to make sure that I always reach out to them. Uh, say if it's like a, a birthday or something like that, I say, hey, your birthday, here's a gift card or something like that, just to build that team around because I know as I'm growing, I'm going to need them in a clutch situation where it's like, hey, I got an event, but I'm already booked for something else. Hey, can you take this and help me out and do a job just as good or better than me? Uh, what if I'm not if I'm uh, if I'm not able to be at that uh, event and actually perform those services? So um, I definitely understand for especially like in your situation, Queen, when you got to take off and because you got something bigger in mind, then you're trying to do a self improvement type of thing where you can rely on those people that you gave all this stuff to or gave that opportunity to, or you let them slide with being late and this and that because you show compassion to them. Mm-hmm. And you show empathy to them. Now, when you really need them, they right there, at the at, at, right there on the front line to be like, we got our leader. She can fall back, do what she need to do. So when she come back, she could be better than what she was two, three months ago and whatnot. Mm-hmm. So right. that's definitely a good. That's definitely how I see it. So yeah, so taking them to the bar that works too. <laughs> and you know, plus, I got to I, I gotta give them massages sometimes. Yeah, you gotta, I gotta, I gotta keep them functional. Which so. is which is crazy because I like how how is it that massage therapists don't get, they the ones that need the massages the most? Well, you, and y'all like pack together. Y'all need to give it. Yeah, you really got so when, so building a team of massage therapists is a little harder than it, it seems because mm-hmm. especially when you when you take it as serious as I do because I want quality. I just don't. Want, I'm not looking for quantity. I don't. I can go get a bunch of students from the school, right? But I would rather have somebody I trust and then you know. Uh, and I know the quality I'm gonna get from them immediately. So yeah, they serious about their craft. I, yeah, I want somebody who can match my craft. You know, note to note. So I don't want to send somebody out and be like, oh well, that guy, that guy, girl, you sent me, she didn't do this. Well, I know what they do. And then speaking on what your question was, if I don't trust them to give me a massage, I won't trust them to give anybody else a massage. Right. Because mm-hmm. I'm very judgmental right. when it comes to massage therapy. Because I had a few bad massages. Mm-hmm. But I kept trying. You know, that's that's the worst thing. People get one bad massage and they just give up. Mm-hmm. Or they go to one bad fitness class and they just give up. No, maybe you just didn't like that instructor. Or maybe you right. didn't like the massage therapist. Yeah. But you got to... Or maybe you didn't like that photographer. Yeah. So, or what about this, though? So, from you guys' perspective, uh, you have that bad trainer or you have that bad massage therapist that you guys are working with and they perform their services on you guys or something like that. Now... And you see they're they're uh, lacking. Do you uh, do you look for those opportunities to talk to them, pull them over, like, hey, would you like to do this? I do this? it all the time. Like sometimes I'll sit in on a class, and I'll just take notes on things that I see can be um, done better or corrected. And I don't interrupt them or anything. But after the class, we'll go over some moves or um, some moves together to improve, and then. Next time, a few weeks later, I might observe again, and I see that they've improved. So 
It's a, it's a constant thing. Right after you give me a massage, I'm going to tell you everything you did right and everything you can improve on. It's not about what you did wrong, right? Um, because if you focus, soon as you say, soon as you say the word wrong to somebody, they instantly think they're they getting yelled at. I don't yeah, know. Tighten why. up. Tighten they up. Just, they got yeah, they get defensive up. for some strange reason. Yes, I don't do know that. why. You you didn't do it wrong. This is what you can improve. And then mm-hmm. normally, I've already had the, uh, the built that relationship where we can talk freely. So uh, when I say stuff, I'm not. You may be better than me in this area. So I'm asking you, what's your technique? How did you do this? This is where you can improve on. It's always about giving somebody some positive feedback before you just knock them down. Like, hey, now, nah, if you just, now, nah, I'm be honest with you. Y'all know I'm Hollywood Jack sometimes. Yes, you are Hollywood Jack. When I'm Hollywood Jack, I just like, Hollywood Jack bag. sometimes Hollywood Jack come out and say, listen, it's just mm. not going to work out. Mm. But that's that's part of, you know, you can't work with everyone. Okay, so let me try on y'all real quick, okay? Yeah, it was a very great thing that you guys reached out and find out what type of drink I like for the crown apple. Um, maybe improve on getting some ice next time. Oh, see, that's improving right there. Right? Oh, see, that's what I'm talking about. Yeah, you know, I forgot the queen. When the queen comes, we gotta, we gotta get. We ain't the, had ice no, in seven episodes. Right. <laughs> <laughs> Now we know the people juice be cold, but right. drink me warm and warm. Right. That's my bad. All right. Yeah, well, that, the queen has a thing, because we should have been prepared. We should have been prepared. Because it's a queen coming We should have wrote this down on Thursday. We should have. We should have, and we right. didn't. And we should have got her the circular ice cubes. Right. They don't melt. They yeah. don't melt. Yeah. Yeah. But it's and nothing it, you did wrong. Right. It's just something to improve. It's something so to she's saying there's an opportunity. Opportunity. She, see, Next she got, time. Yeah, she got her sweat so and knowledge. Basically saying she's coming back. But yes, <laughs> yes, that's what I like to hear. That, that's All what right. I like to hear. That's positive. That's, that's positive. positive. So she was saying y'all done messed up, right? Or y'all done fucked up now. Then it's like, ah, oh, dang, <laughs> she ain't coming back no right. <laughs> See, I didn't tense up. But yeah, but that's, up. that's that why was I positive, did. right? And she did it with a smile too, right? While failing herself, right? Queen status. That is. <laughs> That's, 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 that's wild. That's wild. That's wild. Like she's done this before. Right, yeah, yeah. Like she's done this before. But that just goes to show her, that just goes to show you that the leadership that she has, you know. Just the smallest things, you know, that could be tweaked a little bit, even though they could be a little high class, you know. <laughs> I guess she needs to go to another it's podcast nothing, she's on high class. There's nothing wrong with it having a high class standards. I'm okay with it. Right. Just let me know ahead of time, and know, you know, I got you. Well, maybe I should have known. She at least needed eyes. Right. I should have known that. should have known this. So, what, uh, so going back to the teammates and whatnot, since we did just get called out, what type of task do you give your teammates uh, before you can trust them with the big, the big task. So case in point, like say if you got like, uh, in your case, Jazz, you about to, you got a summit that you about to do for uh, fitness for women that like to do everything outside of lifting weights. You got big money coming in there, but you can't make it because you got to go do something for your cybersecurity thing, mm-hmm. and that's very important. Mm-hmm. Right now, they they trying to put you in the FBI <laughs> secret secret society type stuff. You can't say that. Oh yeah, sorry. The, uh, <laughs> no, 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 no. <laughs> <laughs> what do, so what small tasks do you put your people through? And you notice ahead of time. Mm-hmm. What small tasks do you put your your uh, teammates through to know that hey, I can trust so and so to handle the Jazz Fit Summit? So I'll, I'll talk on two different parts of that, but from. Um, 
kind of break it down for Jazzco when somebody first starts. I only work on their routines and stuff. They don't take any payments for clients or um, enter any information in for clients. All they're doing is learning how to instruct the way that we instruct. And then after they get that, then I'll start teaching them the system on how to take payments, how to you know, enter in client information. And then like, I slowly start giving them different parts. Um, I do have a lead instructor where he helps more with you know, paying the rent and all the other stuff. The other instructors don't do that. So I just break it up between them um, a little bit at a time so I can see, like I know who is good with money, who needs improvement with money. So it's just different areas. Um, with Black Business Orlando, um, I recognize Black Business Orlando grew like wildfire a lot more than even I expected that it would. So even though I founded the group, that's why I passed the baton to like Stefan mm -hmm. to help lead us through the summit and everything because I know he has more experience in um, creating things on that larger scale in the direction that we're going. I recognize like, hey, I can step back and let other people lead this particular venture uh, to get us where we need to go. True CEO status. Yeah, that's how they get it. That's how they do it. Multiple open multiple businesses. Multiple visions moving at one time. Multiple avenues. I'm, I'm trying to get I'm just trying to get one. I'm just trying to get one. You working on it? What about you, boss? With me, um with with the massage thing, yeah, with, with the massage business, yep. um, I tie in uh the fact that uh we're trying to create a collaborative a collaborative to say like I'm not I'm not trying to be anybody's boss I want us to work together to be successful to take away the clientele from corporate massage mm -hmm. like the massage envies the massage whatever places right. hand in stone because nine out of ten times you go to those places you're not getting the quality massage you want mm -hmm. so we selling that quality and I'm and everybody who comes on board with me I say you know we looking we're looking to Give it a different, a different type of feel to massage. We want to take away the ne all negative ideas about massage and just present them on a positive manner. Make your client feel comfortable. Take the stress away about getting a massage. So, you know that's why that's why I do a lot of mobile massage. I come right to your house, you know, and just just let you. That's that trust factor that I always bring. You know, when, you know what you're getting off with me. Instantly, come I'm coming in. You gonna get this massage? We may laugh, talk, and everything. Why you getting a massage? We may talk a little bit after, but I, I'm gone. You you relax. You, you sip some wine and you take a nap, mm. <laughs> or you get back to work. Whatever you gotta do, um, it's all about building that trust factor. So that's what I I talk to when anybody I bring on board. I talk to them about having that niche that makes people feel comfortable. Cause it's more than just you know. Doing the massage techniques, putting oil on people—it's that mental that you provide that safety net around mm -hmm. people. Sometimes, mm -hmm. uh, no matter where you go, so sometimes you entrust them to families, you entrust people, kids. You got you got wives, you got daughters, you got ladies, you got guys. So you just dealing with everybody, and everybody has their own story. Mm -hmm. You don't know the, their own story, but if you keep that client long enough, you're gonna know the whole their whole life. And they might invite you in. You yep. better go. Yep. <laughs> you yep. better That's go. Right. I got to go to a play next week. Um, 
I'm excited about going. One of my clients' daughters is uh, is in a play uh, doing Lion King. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Talented. The whole family talented. But of course I'm going to go support. They support me. Why not? It's about make, building that personal relationship. And if you're not willing to build that personal relationship, then more like I'm like, okay, well, I'm, I should work with you, but we got to figure out wh- what we stand. You know, I don't, I don't, I'm not saying you got to come over to the family barbecue, but mm-hmm. just be able be open minded on what you're doing, especially in this business, because you got, cause especially when you're doing mobile massage, you want to be able to build that relationship where you can actually talk and see what's going on and be understanding, but at the same time about your business. And yeah. I'm one of your clients, so that's probably the reason why you're coming to the wine and wine workshop. Right? Yeah, I'm kind of, I'm, you, yeah, you can sell a lot of that. I'm buy my ticket before we leave here. Right. <laughs> <laughs> Quote that. Already, the, uh, already bought five 20, tickets. The 2053 mark. <laughs> Quote it. Quote it. But what about, so leading, leading off that, what's the, what's the quote of the day, Mr. Smith? Mm. Oh, yeah. So the quote the quote of the week. Quote of the week. The quote of the week. week. Yes, sir. got to make emphasis on that. Week. So the quote of the week is, if you want to get there fast, go by yourself. If you want to, if you want to, you want to stay in there for longevity? Go with a team. That, no, that fits. That fits. That, that fits, man. That, that's coming straight knowledge. That is straight knowledge. Straight knowledge, and that's and that's it, man. Now right. we get now we get to the second part of the podcast. Well, we you ready for that? Fun? Oh, of course. All right, oh, and here we go. go. All right, all right, welcome back. Sorry for the delay. We had the uh, Queen Jazz needed some ice. She said we don't get her some ice. She's leaving. So uh, we got her some ice and some more cognac. Um, but on that note, we do have a special guest in the building. We got another special guest in the building. We, we getting so much queen. love on this episode. We got another, another queen. queen. From, another, another, from another world. Another world. Queen, somehow picked her up. Queen of law. <laughs> queen of law. How the hell we did that on Get Some Ice? <laughs> get Some Ice. Queen of Law, Queen of Entertainment, Miss. Well, let me let me come correct. Yeah, as her, come correct. As I've been told, Attorney <laughs> Davis. <laughs> let me come correct. We got Attorney Davis in the building, and we, we, she gonna chime in on the uh, topic of uh, pass the ball, and um, how important team building is. And I'm just gonna pass the floor. Right now. Hello, Ms. Oh, so it's on me. It's on you. Yeah. All right, so I am attorney Shannon N. Davis of the law office of Shannon N. Davis. Mm, talk uh, your shit. We practice in uh, business law, entertainment law, and real estate law. Our goal is to educate, to empower, to enable, and equip you to maximize your voice. Um, they were apparently talking about, you know, team building, teamwork, and passing the ball, and I think that that is... Uh, a very important concept. Oftentimes we believe that we can stand on an island and do things by ourselves and we cannot. Mm-hmm. And I think that like, um, especially in business and entrepreneurship, it's important, one, that you can gather people around you that you trust, but two, that you, even when you trust people, you got to trust them enough to be able to give them the work. Um, I struggle with that. I just have to be honest. So we have our transparency <laughs> moment with me. I will give somebody the ball. I will take it back. She she Russell Westbrook in the paint. <laughs> what? Sports reference. Okay. No, you don't get it. All right. But seriously, I do it, and it's not a purposeful thing. Um, it's It doesn't mean that I want to disrespect the people that I work with, but essentially, I think that's what we do. 
when we don't trust them enough to give them uh, their task and let them have them. I, I call it, um, let me drive. So I'll go to my assistant's computer, and if she's working on something and I don't necessarily know what she's doing, I'll be okay, move, 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 let me drive. But me saying let me drive to her, and I realized that, you know, over time, is she's hearing you're not capable. Mm -hmm. um, so I think that in order for us to really, I talk about, you know, educate, empower, enable, and equip. We can't en enable or equip our people to be excellent if we don't let them know that we believe they're capable. Somebody else talk to me. Come on. Huh? Oh, yeah. What, what yeah, you saying? We were hearing you. Yeah, was, I was agreeing with you because what we talked about. Yeah, right. Yeah, Jim's, you know, when when when, uh, when somebody with knowledge speak, you just shut up and listen. You But we was we was talking about that. <laughs> we was talking about that earlier on how um on how we build our teams up is we gotta be able to trust them enough to do the job and and without enabling them or telling them they wrong, show them it's the right way to go about it. And that that's oh, what man. Jazzy was doing. That's what Steph Stephan is about. And you know, that's what clearly that's what you're about. I mean you like to drive a lot, but you know, you learn. It's a learning curve. It's a learning curve. So my my question to you, attorney Davis, is that uh what how many tasks do you put your teammates through to be able to say, Hey, I trust this person to run my office? Without me being there, how many how many different or what types of tasks do you put them through to be like, hey, I could trust this person? I can't really say that I have a okay. So I, the first question you asked was the number, and I don't have a number. But when you talk about type, um, there are some simple things that I do as far as I guess testing, if that makes any sense. Mm -hmm. um, it's important to me simple things that when you call my office, you can actually hear the person that's sitting there. It's important to me that um, whenever someone calls that we get all the information about who they are and everything. And so some of the first things that I do, uh, for instance, I tell my office administrator, my administrative assistant that she's the gatekeeper. There are a series She don't of let things, nobody in without permission. But she had to learn that. So there's a series of things that she has to go through. And I have colleagues and family members and people who come into the office and they will try to pummel through to get to the back. The thing is, I'm a lawyer. We have confidentiality issues. Nobody can come back there mm -hmm. without having had an appointment or without her letting me know what's going on. There are people who will come in and be like, oh, I know her. I know Shannon. Let me just... And it's happened with other, you know, administrative assistants where people will just come in. Um, they'll call on the phone. I know Shannon. Let me just talk to her. Mind you, this is somebody that's really calling for a consultation that you got to pay $300 for. You're not getting on the phone just right. to talk. But they'll say my first name as if they know me, as if we're homies and stuff. So for her, it was a process of letting her know you keep the gate. If anybody gets past that gate without you getting enough information to know who they are, what it is that they're calling for, what it is that they came for, and to make sure that I'm comfortable with them getting through the gate, we have a problem. Mm -hmm. And it took her a few weeks really to get to that place. She hadn't worked um, in a law firm setting before and didn't necessarily understand how important it is with regards to confidentiality. But it worked. Now, like he said, she won't let me. I'm going to tell y'all the truth. I used to be a bouncer. And that administrative that, that is tougher, a tougher bouncer for her than I was at the bar. But she's such a, <laughs> such a sweetheart. She's, she's nice, really though. 
She even she when people call her like, oh, I just want to talk to Shannon. Let me ask her a few questions. She's like, oh, I can help you. Let me assist you. Let me let me see what I can do. And she has a way that yeah. I don't have. <laughs> you know, I'm not. I don't think I have the charisma that the people that work around me have. And I think um, just a little segue. You have to know who your team is. You know what I'm saying? Boom. And they have to have strengths that you don't have. Mm-hmm. I am a straight shooter. I shoot from the hip. I mm. say what I mean. Mm. I mean what I say. It's not always mm. beautiful when it comes out. Mm. Mm-hmm. But I work with some amazing great. people who are charismatic, who know how to say things in a way that you want to come back to them. Right. I know who does what. So with that administrative assistant, for instance, like I said, the big thing for her, the first thing is the gatekeeping. The second thing is being meticulous. I make her make sure that she writes down everything that I say, make sure that she knows, um, you know what I'm saying, all the steps of what it is that she needs to do. Separately, my office administrator handles all the money. I let my clients know that, and she knows that. But there was a time when she didn't. There was a time when we were looking at people were owing monies, and she comes into my office, and she's like, you're tying my hands. This is the job that you have me to do. But you're not letting me go collect it like I need to. When she collects, they pay up. When I was trying to collect, these people were like dodging me. And I'm like, what is going on? Because I'm like, I want my money on time. And, <laughs> and she's like, and she's like, well, did you know that you know you're past doing your amount? We're gonna need you to make a payment now, okay? Can I have your uh-huh. card number? And I'm like, and they just give it up. Yeah. But she has that ability. You know mm-hmm. what I'm saying? Yeah. And I know that that's her strength. That's not necessarily my, I practice law. That is my strength. And I know, you know what I'm saying, to have to give that to other people. Um, that's all I got talk. Yeah, <laughs> that's, what, that's what's up. <laughs> and I can and I can definitely double down on that uh, because I had the privilege of actually entering into the dungeon. Attorney <laughs> <laughs> uh, Davis' office. <laughs> and I had to duck and dodge that gauntlet. And I was just like, Lord Jesus. And I somehow made it to the boardroom. In the did did you say Attorney Davis when you first walked in? Or did you ask for Shan? No, no. I said, Attorney Davis. I said Attorney Davis when I first walked Because I, I didn't know her like I know her oh, now. okay. Because when this I came and I said Shannon, they was like, it was three people put me in check. Quick. Yeah. They're like, they're like, hold on. You mean Attorney Davis? I'm like, oh, yeah. Uh, her. No. Yes. Her. Do you mean Attorney Davis? Yes, can I speak to Attorney Davis, please? I got in trouble. Yeah, you better put some respect on that name. That's right. Now, that is something, honestly, that my staff um, had to have me to do. So, like, we talk about knowing the strengths and knowing your team. Mm-hmm. I would call other offices. I would call other people. I would go places. And I'm Shannon. You know what I'm saying? I became an attorney at 23. And so, I was young. A lot of people were disrespecting me, mainly because of my age. They're like, this is a little girl in, you know what I'm saying, in a grown man's business. Let's just be real. Right. And... Um, I'm saying Shannon, and when they're saying it, it's coming as disrespect. Yeah, it's purposefully coming as disrespect. Yeah, and so my staff started saying, "No, you're Attorney Davis. You don't understand that the position that you're in requires a certain amount of respect. Mm-hmm. So you have to say that just because you have to to garner that particular amount of respect. That's so right. when he came in and he's saying, "Let me talk to Shannon," they and they've been the ones. Even if I call a place. My staff will come in and they hear me saying, this is Shannon Davis. They're like, no, 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 no. Um, you need to fix that the next time you call those people. <laughs> but I get it. I understand that um, sometimes we position ourselves uh, to, be, to not be respected in the place that we're in. I just don't let nobody call me Mr. Walker because that's my daddy name. <laughs> 
And I, and that's, <laughs> but that's your level of respect. If you say, that's not my name, this is what I want to be called. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? And that's your level of respect. But it. when I'm on the other end, you know what I'm saying, of a call with somebody who thinks I don't belong, right. they're calling me Shannon to put me under their thumb. Right. You know yeah. what I'm saying? And I, I like I said, with my <laughs> experience of coming in there, they, boy, look at here. That, that gauntlet was real. But at the end of the day, um, and I told Attorney Davis this, I was like, you got a hell of a staff here. And she can vouch yeah. for that. And that's when I barely knew who she was, you know. I was, was just, I was just there from a, I was just there, you know, pit, doing my pitch, trying to help her expand and get to another level that she told me in her vision that she wanted to get to. How did that pitch go? It went well. I ain't heard back from her yet. <laughs> <laughs> you, didn't, you, you didn't sell her something you cared about. Yeah. <laughs> But no, it's, 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 listen. I know. I know she a hardworking woman and whatnot, and I know the situation. And she was doing. She been doing her thing. She been very busy. So she doing it. Look at look sharing with her team, her new teammates, her new podcast teammates. Then you got to. There you go. Hold on. There you go. Yeah, we are. We are eating these. Uh, so uh, me and my nephew is made Rice Krispie treats. There we go. We played in the kitchen is what we did. And one of my nephews was like, "Ginormous." Titi Shannon, I just want chocolate. I just want chocolate chip. That's all he wanted out of the whole thing. The chocolate chips the whole time. Mm. But it turned out okay. It I see you. Look at that teamwork. Teamwork. <laughs> Team building. Team building. Team building. Team building. It comes in all forms. Family, coworkers. Yes, of course. It don't. It don't matter. That's a It's a beautiful thing to have a team to love and respect you and looks out for you and mm-hmm. support you. Yes. So yeah. my thing is from passing the ball, right? Right. Going from that that reference. Thank you. So mm-hmm. Attorney Davis. Yes. It's a case. Mm-hmm. Two cases you own. One is the you know you want you got two serious cases. You only could be at one. Mm-hmm. Can you trust another one of your colleagues to take the other case and you all win both cases in the same day? Of course. Why is that? Because I have a relationship with those particular colleagues. Now, what makes you, what, how did you build that relationship to get them to that point where, <laughs> hey, I need you to go to this case right here and we're going to get the W for Attorney Davis? Honestly, I mean, we've worked together. We, we spend time together. I think you get when you get to know people, you get to know their work ethics. Um that helps you to be able to, again, trust them mm-hmm. with your matters. And so um, there's one in particular that I will call a, well, I ha- I call certain ones for certain things. There you go. Yeah. Okay? Yeah. We don't just use like names to, by the way. Just ask. Oh, just I wasn't start. going to. Okay, good. Yeah, we don't use names. I'm a lawyer. Let's quit playing. Hey, I, I feel it. I feel <laughs> quit playing with me. I, I keep everything under wrap. <laughs> but um, there's one in particular that I was having, like I said, that issue of disrespect. I had... An attorney hang up the phone on me. I had an mm. attorney start yelling, and um, you didn't punch him in the face. You, you I, can't I, do that over uh, the phone. Oh, my bad. Well, hey, come on now. She, it's not, you're not she a might, she, she, she would have drove. Yeah. And, like, and yeah, we were having some issues, you okay, know, with the it. case where that particular attorney was really trying to disrespect me. Mm. And so um, I brought in one of my colleagues. This this attorney that did that was of the male persuasion. Mm-hmm. I brought in a male colleague, and I brought I didn't bring I surprised him. With that colleague, because I knew what his demeanor was, I knew his personality. I knew that when he walked into the room, all of that yelling that was coming at me, that dude wasn't gonna yell at him. Mm, he's gonna dead that. So I just walked in right behind him. I didn't say two words <laughs> in the mediation. I just mm-hmm. sat there. But it was good for me because, like, I know the strengths of the people that I work with. Yeah. 
And when it was time for me to speak and say my piece, we got what it is that we were looking for. <laughs> it was like, listen, oh, now you want to talk. Okay, cool. You know, but before you wanted to hang up the phone and yell and do all right. these other things because you thought you were dealing with a little girl who didn't have any backing. Yeah. Us having relationship is us having that backing. And yeah. when we are entrepreneurs, it can feel like we're all alone. You know yes. what I'm saying? So yes. you have to build relationships like with other people. It's been it, a long and you'll feel like that mm-hmm. a lot. Mm-hmm. We have these ups and downs and ups and downs, more downs than ups. Yes. You know what I'm saying? And we have to be able to have some relationship with someone who can assist us in some way or another. Yeah. Um, so working with different colleagues that, again, like I said, have different strengths uh, is important. We got well, we got so caught up into the queens in the room, we, we skipped a segment of, of our whole podcast that's very important that I want these ladies to chime in for, with. You know? What point is that? I'm going to start with Jazzy. Okay, let's get it. Let's get it. And it's going to be, how was your week? You know, really? damn, like, don't, don't nobody, don't nobody, don't nobody ask, because you know, as an entrepreneur, don't nobody ask you, how are you doing? How You're was right. your week? Check, check on your strong they, friends. Check on your strong friends. Nobody, just, strong ask, friends. nobody just ask that question. They, want, they ask what you're doing, what you got next, all this other stuff. How was your week? That's right. How First, before I answer that, going back to what she was just saying, oh, okay. too, she got building relationships in corporate America like that is also important because a lot of times they will try you on that same level in corporate America, but once they know like your mentor is somebody up here or you have relationships with people up here, mm-hmm. they're a little more hesitant to come at you. So you be flossing on them, huh? Mm. <laughs> That's what you're saying. She's no, no. She, she, no. she showed up. Show it. Show it. Right. What up? Sure. And next time you need somebody to just show up. I, I put on a suit. I don't know nothing. Just give me a script. I'll just be there. You <laughs> <laughs> need work. Support. Even, even the last person would have been there. If I show up, everybody going to get straight. <laughs> Hey, that's wrong. Well, so my week has been good. As you guys know, I'm doing a lot of studying, getting ready for these upcoming events, women's empowerment events, teach you how to mind event. So I told her I was teaching the class. <laughs> I'm in the same face. So just so everybody knows. <laughs> Wait, I need everybody who's listening who cannot see us. We're rolling eyes over here about him talking about he's going to teach anybody how to whine. Right. I don't believe it. Yeah. They don't know. They don't know. I got to teach them. Hey, you know I, what? I've been doing that for a long time. What? What day? What's the date of the class again, just for the people in the audience? Yeah. It is May 8th from 6 to 8 p.m., located at Barnett Park next to the Central Florida Fairground. Get your tickets. You can go to OrlandoDanceFitness.com. Right. And it's not actually outside. It's in the building. Yes. Burn that park. Inside Do not be at the basketball room. court. Do not be at the picnic area. Do not be at the football mm-hmm. arena. So do come in and tell them <laughs> you with Jazzy Co. Fitness. Right. And then I'm going to be the instructor. Sip there some wine. <laughs> Never. I'm not going to be the instructor, though. But it sounded good. Sip some wine while we teach you how to wine. Okay. May 8th. May 8th. May 8th. Right, go support black businesses. Yeah. Smitty Smith, how was your week? Man, look at him. Let me tell you. All right, tell us about it. <laughs> Let me tell you. My week has been great. I just found out you got a lot of stuff to do. I do. <laughs> <laughs> I do. I didn't booked, let's see. Man, I didn't throughout this week I didn't booked about five appointments for all, for next week. Looking to close on three of them early in the week. Um to get to my goal uh, of having um at least ten clients. And a reoccurring retainer rotation. 
uh, this year uh, for the company so we can step it up a notch. Mm-hmm. So it's been it's been really good. Um, I said I I, uh, I tell a lot of people now that I set a lot of picks and throw a lot of alley oops, and that's part of team team, team building like how we do. So um, I didn't put on a couple of my friends um, that were looking for job opportunities with a couple of entrepreneurs that were looking for help in the administrative role. So I was able to get them into getting um, interviews and actually uh, potentially getting hired for those positions. Um, and that and that right there made me the happiest out of the week, just being able to give somebody else a, a chance to improve themselves out of the situation that they were in. So I was really proud of myself. Um, building that do, network. Yeah, building, building that network with just somebody that doesn't know, and I'm, uh, I'm actually pulling somebody up mm-hmm. to that level where they can see another black man or black woman doing some, do running a business that they probably didn't see in their environment. So I was actually really uh, happy about that. Um, and yeah, and you know, just uh, trying to book more shooting gigs. Um, I didn't book a, a, a gig with uh, my lady to the right of me, the, the Queen Jazzy, you know, for her uh, uh, event that she's having, not the wine one, I ain't going to that one. That's a dangerous one to go I'm to. I'm going. I'm not going to that one. <laughs> don't need to be And there. I'm being front row. Nope. So if you're looking for Hollywood nope. Jack, yeah, yeah. I'm giving me a shirt made to say Hollywood Jack. I'll be right up front. Yeah, you could be right up front. Right. I am not going to attend. I'm not going to attend for, for reasons undisclosed that I already told Jazz. And ain't going to be there. But uh, I'll be it's, there. Another, it's another event, a women's uh, conference that she's having that uh, she is having me uh, shoot. Uh, and take uh, pictures for so I'm actually pretty excited about that. So it's called Be Bold, Be Beautiful, Be You Women's Empowerment Brunch in Lake Mary, May 18th. Starts at 9 a.m. I'll be there too at the Western Hotel. But I'll be doing massages that day. At the Western Hotel. That's in Lake Mary. That's real. That's real clock. So yes, yeah, so that's that's been uh, my week, and I'm gonna pass it over to the lovely attorney Shannon Davis. I've had a an interesting week. Um, I believe in honesty, so hey. I will say that. <laughs> As a lawyer? <laughs> you know what? It's a trip. I used to be so offended when people would say lawyer and things like that because that's a stigma that's on, you know, our profession. Mm-hmm. And I'm honest to a fault. So I would be so offended. I was like, I'm not a liar. And I'm sick of people saying it. <laughs> and when somebody told me, well, just be honest and you don't have to be concerned about what other people are saying, they'll see it. Facts, so facts. that's just what it is. You know what I'm saying? I I believe in transparency. I have had um, a pretty trying week. I, I started off this week having a difficult time in my body. And so mm-hmm. I've been pushing quite a bit. But in the push, yeah. um, I've realized, again, when you talk about that teamwork and that team building, what help I need yes. and where I need to be giving um, more and, and some things that I need to be letting go. Mm-hmm. These are the only bodies we have. You know what I'm saying? We only have this one life to live, and so it's important that we take care of ourselves. And I am good for going, 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 and not necessarily taking care of myself the way that I should. And so when I felt that I was in distress, 
um, I made the first move that I could to make sure that I was okay. I plan on being here. I don't yes. have any children yet. I don't have a husband yet. I need to live long for them. Yeah. So I have to do what I have to do. But you don't take time for yourself. Yeah. Your body will make you. It will. It will shut you right down. Mm-hmm. And I don't desire to be shut down. <laughs> so, <laughs> so, I, so I was like, well, let real. me go. Let me just go see the doctor real quick. <laughs> but um, beyond that, uh, I've actually had a productive week. Um, I have been making plans to to make some major changes, which I will be releasing pretty soon here because there are a lot of things that I want to do in the community. There are a lot of things that I want to do uh, with uh, the law firm, with the practice to be able to really give people tools. I can't say educate, you know, empower, enable, and equip without really doing that. And mm-hmm. so those four prongs of the business, my goal is to make sure that we have something in our office for each one of those prongs. And the first being to educate, to have seminars, to have webinars and things like that to give to the community. So I've been planning those things. And that's something that I did uh, speak with Mr. Smitty here about. (laughs) (laughs) I have not forgotten about him. I'm just moving a little slower um, with some things just to make sure. We ain't gave up on you. Just to make sure that I'm doing things the right way, you know. I think that when we rush some things and when we talk about things too much and to too many people, we can find ourselves uh, feeling a lot of pressure and we can find ourselves doing it wrong. So my week has been good because it's sort of made me gain perspective. All right, I'm passing the baton. I got it. I got it. You know, I have to wait my turn. You know, I don't interrupt queens out here because I get in trouble. Um, you will get cut, nigga. I, I know that. Uh, she's delayed enough. I've been dealing with attorney days for a while, now, so I already know. Right. Um, I'm surprised she ain't put you in jail. You've been talking yet. to me any way you want to. I do, and it, it ain't gonna she stop. She ain't put you in jail yet. She, no, no, no I, 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 I didn't. Just, just wait on it. Why well, I gotta wait to go jail. to jail? That don't make sense. All right, whatever. Really quickly, I'm sorry. Um, oh, we back to it. You said, what, tell me the name of that empowerment event again. Be Bold, Be Beautiful, Be You. Be Bold, Be Beautiful, Be You is at the Westin in Lake Mary. That address is 2974 International Parkway, Lake Mary, Florida, 32746. I already got you a ticket. I appreciate it. <laughs> I already got you a ticket. Queen, look it out for you. I, 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 I already got I you a ticket. I never do that for whole <laughs> I'm thinking like, dog, you, we just going to show up back there. At the McDonald's on the corner, OBT and uh, Johnny. <laughs> we'll make it. We made it. We just gonna walk in. We got we got clearance passes. Right. Got this happy meal. <laughs> but anyway, go ahead. <laughs> okay, tell us how your week was. Oh man, you know my week was uh everybody. Well, what's up, Jazzy? You, you didn't. You gonna find this out today. My week was uh, a little tough. Right mm-hmm. side of my face didn't want to cooperate. Um. It keeps shutting down on me around like nine o'clock. Ah, mm-hmm. eh, whatever. It it get better, you know. Mm-hmm. Stuff happens. I I had to I do a hard reset on um Tuesday. Yes, sir. Hard reset. I got up, saw a few clients. I'm like, you know what? This not gonna work. Went home, took a took a three hour nap. Felt very refreshed. Didn't didn't sleep again till till today. Um, it was good. <laughs> <laughs> it was good. It was good though. I had a good time. It was it was great. This week was great. this week this week was I got a lot done. I went to a a great a great class on Tuesday. Yes, sir. About pitches. Yes, sir. Mm-hmm. Um, yes, we did. Yes, we we did. talked about it on Monday, and that and that's in the last episode we talked about pitches because yep. we knew we was going. Because we knew. And we then was. we. What organization was doing that? Oh, event? you don't know what? 
Oh, you talking Black Business Orlando? They did it. They did Black Business Orlando, Mr. Uh, Stefan, not Stefan. <laughs> he, has, he has some nice shoes on that day. He has some nice shoes. We're going to work on his name, though. We're going to work on it? Yeah. We're going to work on his name. Ah, that's all right. Yeah. Well, he, he, he was the uh, the host of the event. Well, he was the instructor for the event. He talked the whole time. Yes. Mm-hmm. He's good he at good that. Job. He did a good job. He's he good at that. Job. We talked a lot. And um, what I, what I really spent a lot of time on this week is my Black Men Build and Black Men Teach project. Yes. Which will be fully revealed episode ten. Yes. Um, uh, it's going. What episode are we in? Eight. So we got two weeks. Okay. <laughs> we got two I weeks. Mean, we got two weeks. We got to follow up. Yeah, I mean, it's, it's going to be fully revealed uh, episode ten. How it's going to play out. It's going to be a meeting of, of great minds coming soon, and I'm collecting minds right now and trying to get everything going. Um, the meeting won't be. Live, I'm gonna just let y'all know that now, cause we gotta we gotta get together and get these great shit. We gotta get these <laughs> black men together first, so we can discuss this idea and get everybody on the same page. Because right as I as I say every, every episode, Orlando, the world, all is ran by women, and black women are taking over, and I have no problem with it. The only problem is that the gap is increasing so much. With black men, it's getting on my nerves because now all the black men ask me, what am I doing? And when I tell them, they be like, why? I'm like, why are you asking that dumbass question? But it's because they don't have a knowledge base. And they don't understand that they can do more because they have been conditioned in a way to believe a certain stereotype that they don't really need to fall in. Like, even if you... And it's not about just going out there being an entrepreneur... It's not about going out there and making $600,000. The money ain't the thing. Being happy, being responsible, being knowledgeable, and being able to build off of that and pass it down to other black boys. That's where Black Men Teach comes in, and it's going to express to these young men coming up that what you see on TV is not what you are capable of. You are capable of so much more, like... You know, you could you can go out and be a doctor. You can go out there and start your own business. You can go out there and be the best actor on Hollywood strip. You know, that's why I've been in the Hollywood business too. Hollywood Jack got to come out sooner or later. But you know, so you got to inspire. But it's to inspire everybody. Like like all these different fields, and you just see its dominance is either black women or white people or others. That's I, I'm gonna say others just because. Yeah, I know it's not politically correct. It's okay. We can keep going. But I'm gonna say it today. Just keep going. Keep moving forward. Yep. It happens. I've been mm-hmm. drinking. I've been drinking. So what? Blame what I call. No, I'm just playing. But no, no. So it, you have you have different minorities and everything doing great things, but it's always that black man and boy phase that get left behind because they believe they don't. They're not taught that they can be weak sometimes. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it, it is a such thing as being too strong. Mm-hmm. It is. If I can interject, go ahead. It's all right. Because you kind of, I mean, I, I, I hear what you're saying, and I, I do believe that um, black women are are doing a lot more now to support each other, and that positions us better. Mm-hmm. Um, we still have a long way to go, but I think that it is important that we build up our men. 
Um, and there have been so many issues with the, the family dynamic, with the um, business dynamic, you know, the workplace and all of that, where we've had a society, a group of people that are pushed down, that are oppressed and depressed. And so I get what you're saying. I get what you're doing. I think what you're doing is amazing. Um, but I do also understand hearing all the time. Do you know how often black women hear? You ain't got to be that strong. I know, I know that. I know that. I and I'm not, I'm not I, taking I away that. from black I, men either. I, I got that. Because black men keep hearing, don't cry. Don't, you know what I'm saying? They they get taught that as I babies. cried last week. So but I'm right. saying, you get <laughs> I can't speak for white men. Because right. I don't live in a household. I right. didn't grow up in a household with a white man. But I can tell you that um, our our boys are, are taught that you got to be tough and you can't do this and you can't. So when you have all of that, all of your anger, all of your frustrations, all of your fears, all of your doubts sitting in on the inside of you, what else can you bring out when you grow into a man and everybody has told you don't release it as a child? But that's what that's where I, that's where I'm com- going with it because because the black because black women go through a lot. I, I I never doubt that. But black women also, you know, black women unite. They they get together. They talk about it. They gonna have a girls night. They gonna if they, if you gonna have a if girl if, we're getting if, better at that. Better. That's what I was about to say because a lot of what you're saying is what I'm you, talking. What you about, believe I'm, that you're seeing. I'm talking about the now. I'm talking about the now. I'm talking about the now, but. Even in the now, yeah. you know what I'm saying? I okay, well, I, I, ain't, yeah. I ain't seen nothing but unity. I, I, see, I have seen. I see. I see women all the time. Circus unity. Yeah. I was say, what you have seen is acquaintances saying, "I'm gonna deal with this chick because I know where I got to go." Right, but it's not but even I, that for black men. They're not even dealing with chick. They're not even dealing with each other because that's where they gotta go. They just they get out here it. saying, "I hear that." I see total mm-hmm. strangers, women, black women, strangers. They defend each other. I'm like, y'all don't even know each other. Nope, that she black she black woman just like me. I'm a defender. I'm like, oh, that's and, and that's, that's, me. that's because like like she was saying, we're getting better with that. We're yeah. learning to be like, I see you. You're beautiful. You're amazing, and I don't feel threatened by every amazing thing that you are. You know what I'm saying? But for so long, we had been fighting against each other and feeling threatened by mm-hmm. every amazing thing that we are. Our men, like I said, have not been taught to be expressive. You know what I'm saying? In that way. Right. And have not been taught that it's okay. So for you for for you to bring together a group of people and allow them um, that opportunity, I think is amazing because it it, it needs to happen collectively. Yes. Yeah, it needs that to happen. Black unity for black women, I feel like that's probably within the last five years. Yeah. Oh yeah, you're right. Yeah, yeah. You're absolutely right. I'm not denying it. I'm just saying not at all. I'm not I, I'm not I, that's all I'm, I'm not I'm not fighting it, it's, re- it's, re- it's really recent. Don't. It's very recent. Yeah. But I don't it, remember. It's recent, but black men always behind the curve and I and yeah. I'm trying I'm trying to make it so we're not just behind the curve. We try, we're gonna come on equal playing field or even try to get close. Because women, let's be honest, women mature faster, mm-hmm. half on smarter, and then... I said, Only half? Oh, yeah. What's up? I'm like, hey, y'all. <laughs> if I could rewind for a minute, going back to what you were saying um, earlier, I feel like a lot of parents, like their expectation for their kids is like college and college only. I saw a post recently about... Um, a parent, he was so upset that his daughter didn't want to go to school 
but she wanted to be an esthetician, like an entrepreneur, mm-hmm. running her own business. And he didn't see none of that. He was just like, I've been saving for her to go to college since she was four years old. She needs to be in college. And da 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 da. Oh no! But she wasn't interested in that. She wanted to like do her own entrepreneur thing. So I was just like, all that money that you saved for her to college, invest in her business. I agree with you one hundred percent. I I I agree with you so much. I'm not gonna say one hundred percent. I can't put a number on. <laughs> I put up a scholarship for kids back home to be entrepreneurs. All I see on social media is. I'm going to this college. I'm going to this college. I applied. I got. I got into 115 colleges. First, this was problem. This is problem with these kids. Why are you applying 115 colleges? That means you don't know what you really want to do. First of all, that just makes sense to me. You got to know. You don't, you don't have a vision of where you want to go because you're not going to apply to 115 colleges. Doesn't make sense unless you just want to brag about you got 115 scholarships. If you got if you got 300 scholarships to one college, you set for life. I want to know, did she get the application fee waived? Exactly. That's, why, that's, what, that's what I'm trying to figure out. Because those application fees was like $30, $40 a exactly. pop. So I, I only had a choice. I only had people. My mom was like, you're going to get They might, they might have already two. been scouting her already. Because you know how people scout you already. Man, listen. You I got 115. Four, I got full rides to schools. Um, that I never applied to. Right. I got a full ride to uh, family. I never, I never applied. Never applied. Family. Alabama right right now. You right down the street. I'm right down the street. But... <laughs> Just go away from what she said really quickly because I think that um, education can be experienced. Education can be in so many different places in our lives. Yeah. Um, I don't think everyone is meant to go to college. Right. No. I don't believe that that is something that we should be forcing yeah. on our children. What we should be uh, really instilling in them is to be educated, be knowledgeable, have some wisdom. You know what I'm saying? Learn something from someone. But it doesn't necessarily mean you got to go to college and spend this amount of time in school right. if you have a clear plan. And you know what? I'm sorry. I understand what you were saying about, you know, they don't know what they want to do and things like that. In our community, and I know we have to be, we got to be three times as bad as the next person and all I get that, but then... I look at all these other cultures who allow their children to be children and who allow them to, they don't just, we got, let me just say, now we've got in our community, oh, when you're 18, you got to go. There are so many other communities that are like, no, no, no. We are the you only community that get married. We, are, we yeah. are the only community you, that does I it. never, ever, had, and I'm, I love the way my mom did. My mom is so supportive. One, I didn't want to go to school for anything except music. I was, I had a 4.5 GPA. Um, 4.5? How did you do that? Oh, she was, she was sexy with it. But anyway. Jesus Christ. She's a college credit. So, no. I barely made it with a 2.3. Listen, <laughs> and I told well, her I when, I was in, when I was younger <laughs> I that I didn't, one, I was dumb enough to tell her at 16 that I wanted to drop out of, co- out of high school because I thought that I was too smart for high school. Hey, turn up. And she was Talk like, you're the shit. dumbest smart kid I know, but whatever. Talk but as she far as. She gave you a whooping up. She didn't. What happened oh, okay. was, I went back to school. I was in the 11th grade. They said, you're going to graduate in the 11th grade because you have too many credits and that's it. You're going to graduate early. And I said, I don't want to go to college unless I go to college for what I love. Music is what I love. Everybody else has something to say. Mm-hmm. My mom, no. If that's what you want to do, that's what you do. Yep. My mom has never been one to say, you have to get out of my home. Never. So I never felt like, and it's not even about the pressures of the world, but I never felt like I didn't have support. Whether that meant we had, and I've been responsible 
since I, you know, since I was a teenager. Mm -hmm. I've all I've taken care of all of my bills. I've always done that. But she never positioned me to feel like I had to be forced into doing something that society deems that I have to be forced into doing. And like you said, we're the only community that I know of. The only. I actually I looked it, it up. Kicks our kids out. Right I there. looked it up. But I'm expand on my on what you're saying and then finish my first topic at the same time. The scholarship was about the scholarship was about it was, a, it was a scholarship to fund an entrepreneur. Yeah. It was literally all you had to do was write a business plan. It was like a, it was like a high school shark tank. Mm -hmm. That's all it was. Present your idea, win the, win the board over, make it happen. You get the money. Yeah. Nobody applied. What? Not wow. one person. What city was this? Detroit. But it was it was my high school, so all my high school all all my my high school always pre go to college, go to college, go to college. Yeah, so they 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 they, thinking about they they all, they wouldn't think about it. So all all the kids in my high school thinking about is you know they got in Harvard, they getting to Yale, they getting all these elite yeah, schools. Howard. Howard. No, it was a lot of Howard. It was all, all it was Howard. It was FAMU. It was. It was uh, it was all these it was black colleges. They had they had they have scholarships out the wazoo, but none of them had the vision to just say, you know what, I'm gonna do it this way. And and right now, college college is important, mm -hmm. but it's not the base point it was when we was, when we was, when we was growing up. Like you gotta go to college to do this. And yeah. it, 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 but I only say it is it, it wasn't because I wasn't taught it was another option. Yeah. Right. And so that's what we have to that's what we have to teach now. Like we have to we have to teach that it's another option. Yeah. Right. If you don't go to college, that doesn't mean you fail. Right. It just means you 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 learn a different way. You have a creative and mind. So what, so, other thing. so what if you do fail? I mean But you're great I, at something. You're always great at something. The thing yeah. that gets me is you Failure's know people great. have such a concern about what if they don't do well? What if you talk about eighteen year olds? What if they fail? What if they fall in their behinds? Okay, so be their support system and lift them back up. Because we're going to have issues. We're not going to be successful in everything that we do. We got to regroup. Yeah, especially now. Honesty, honesty, honesty moment. Right. What, right. Hit on us. Hit on us. Is this I a question got, or a statement? No, it's real. It's real. A statement. Okay. Statement. So, I went to college in Bowling Green State University. Oh. Had a full ride. Had a full ride. Right. Huh? It's all right. Don't ask those questions. That's it. Right. Where he from? Ohio. Is that? <laughs> Where you from? Nobody knows, right? Nobody knows, right? I had, I had a, I had a full ride. I had a full ride, right? I graduated high school with a uh, three point set, three point six five actually, three point six five, right? But I didn't have the tools to move on to college. I didn't have, I didn't have the mental tools to move on to college. Like I knew, go to school, play sports, go to work. That's all I knew. That's all I knew. So when I went to college, I had all this freedom. I had no life skills, so when I got to college, oh, I ain't got, I ain't got to do nothing. Oh, let's get it. Long story short, I got. No, oh, no, missed up. Long story short, go ahead. That's why he was waiting on me to be distracted. I had my bad. I had to put a break in the system. Long story short. Long story short, I didn't graduate from Bowling Green State University. I graduated from Owens Community College. Ooh, with an autumn. Ohio. This I was there for a while. Oh. It was like six years. But my my field was automotive technology, auto body re refinish. So I could paint your car and fix your car. That's why we trying to tell y'all I do a lot of stuff. Listen, 
talk. That's why I told you about Joe Trump earlier. But I'm on a sidebar on that when you're doing Listen, <laughs> right. on something else. I have a, so I have a lot of qualities. <laughs> I have a lot of qualities that I do, right? Um But you gotta but if you don't have a passion, I had to find my passion. I originally I got I I got offered a scholarship to a school for architecture. Mm-hmm. When I was eleventh grade, I offered a scholarship, but I didn't want to stay home because it was in it was in Detroit. I didn't want to stay home, so that's that life situation that I wasn't taught. Like it's a life situation. It's like if I got if I stay home, I still got to follow these rules. Mm-hmm. And I was the exact opposite. <laughs> I didn't want to go off to Harvard because. I was like, where my mama gonna be? Right. So, <laughs> was, so it was like, so when you deal with that, you like, I was had all the book smarts, but none of the life sense. Mm-hmm. That's what the that's the kind. So since I've been through this already, I know what these kids are going. These kids are smart. Yes, they are. Of course, the technology gap is you know tremendous, and I'm I'm gonna bring help in the technology part. Y'all know I can't even pronounce words right, so. That's true. I started I started the whole podcast off from <laughs> 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 trying to say a five syllable word. Which one? <laughs> I still can't say. It. <laughs> <laughs> so what's the word? Uh, it, Let her uh, say it because Jazzy got it. What was the word? It was uh Ele- something eloquent. We something like that. I don't know. It, we can't nobody say the word right anyway, now. Anyway, yeah, but. Yeah, there you go. There you go. Is that what you, I thought you said something different. No, that's yeah, what I, I said. You it's, said it. It's, it's right, we'll go back oh, in the We recorded it. But, um. Too many drinks. I don't remember. So, <laughs> I had all this knowledge about books, knowledge about, you know, <laughs> studies and all this stuff. I had all this vast maturity about, you know, all my friends was, you know, was looking up to me, like, and then they found out I was a dropout. I'm like, yeah, you didn't make it through college. I was the first person in my, in my, in my family to actually go to college. Mm-hmm. Besides my mama, but she was in there for a while. We ain't gonna talk about that. But she graduated. So, so you weren't the first. Well, that was the second. <laughs> <laughs> oh, I'm talking right. with my daddy side. Why are doing this? <laughs> oh daddy. my God. That was, but that's what they said. I, I just I just fed off them. But it, it was like, well, my Jesus. mama and my auntie went. Why y'all, why y'all blaming me? No, it was a lot of pressure. But I was like, no. So I did a lot of dumb stuff. So... I did. It's honest. We honest in this podcast. First word on my daddy's side. On my daddy's side. I I think though, even with you doing a lot of dumb stuff, even with you falling on your behind and getting back up and doing, I think that teaches you um, the value of work. You know what I'm saying? It did. And it so. I just you kind of look back at life and you think about all the different things that you could have, should have, would have done, and things Mm -hmm. that you know what I'm saying brought you to the place that you're at. I learned a lot of things. Um, through time that I could have done differently. I mentioned that I graduated, you know, high school early. But in doing that, I started off college at 17 at a private school, you know what I'm saying, where tuition is quadruple the amount, you know what I'm saying, at a a public university. And um, I found out later that I could have just stayed in dual enrollment for another year and let Orange County Public Schools pay for my first year of college. If you put Mm -hmm. more money, I need some ice in there too. Those things we learn, we teach that to the people that are coming up behind us. But then, you know, we still see that the the path that we went on is the path we were supposed to go on. Right. In order to be able, you know what I'm saying, to be of use. Right. To the people that we're trying uh, to spend time with. I agree with you. See, what it was, was I'm accustomed to failure. 
And that's what people, what most people are fa- uh, afraid of. Don't that into the into the atmosphere. No, no, I mean not not be. I mean not not accustomed to it. That's wrong. That was wrong. Wrong word. Wrong word. I'm not afraid. I'm not afraid. I'm not afraid. I'm not afraid. There you go. I'm not afraid. I'm not afraid of afraid. That's a big thing. You said it's cool. It's two it's two a words that I messed up. Well, then you're accustomed to taking risks. Exactly. I'm accustomed to taking risks, but I. I'm not afraid to. I'm not afraid to. You have to go back to the drawing board. I got the mic already brought up. I'm just trying to put my hand in the cup. It's all good. We needed a whole other cup. But look, don't yeah, like like the queen said, because like the queen said, I'm not. I'm not afraid. That they don't. They don't want you to put that in the atmosphere. Exactly. I'm not. Because guess what they're doing. Guess what they doing? So they uplifting up they black men. They being great? Like they want to do. Because like they, they always do? They going to bond together. But yeah, they know be. they got to be like, hey, we got to reach out to our black men and reach Definitely. and pull them up. You know, because we unified and they understand the situations that we go through. You're right. And, you know, from the, uh, the uh, assembly line type of education that we get from grade school all the way through college just to be workers and whatnot to be taught to be taught to be so tough that we can't show any emotions or anything like that so i definitely understand that you know i was thinking earlier when we were talking about this um, i know a lot of organizations usually focus on like black schools for um college and everything but i went to like a predominantly white school so did i yeah, so I remember being in like our scholarship room with a bunch of the parents um, for the students, and of course they were all white parents. And I was looking at all these different colleges to apply to, and I had like a two point eight GPA. And like all the parents was telling me, you know, you might as well not even apply to college because you have to have a three point five or above to even get accepted. Oh, I want to talk about that. And I didn't even have, I believed them at the time because I'm like, okay, well. I got a 2.8, so I'm nowhere near being able to be accepted into a university. Mm-hmm. So I didn't apply. Wow. So I just assumed that I wasn't going to be accepted anyway. Yep. So then next year, I'm talking to a friend of mine. She got like a 2.0. Right, right. <laughs> Getting accepted I'm, I'm into universities. And I was like, what? So my so <laughs> the school the school I went to had a program, right? You know, they were trying to fill. Long story short, they were trying to fill their quota. They was. It ain't, I, ain't, I ain't ashamed of them. what they was trying to do. They was giving out money. All my friends had less, lower lower uh, GPAs than me. Mm-hmm. I had friends with 2.8s, 3.2s, 2.3s. They all got a full ride. I still had to pay out of pocket a little bit because I had to prove myself for the academic scholarship that I got. I had to prove I had to go one semester and get a and just give a four point I didn't get that four point okay. okay. Right. But my friends who were partying with me, yeah. they kept that scholarship. Ooh. 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 And they GPA was still lower than mine. I had to keep I had to maintain the four They had to maintain the two point five. I was like, and they was there the whole four years. I said, This shit is crazy. And it was all because but it's all because it's who you talk to. Like, it's all about your network. It's mm-hmm. all, it go back to everything in your team. I had a shitty-ass counselor. Yeah. I had a shitty-ass counselor. Yeah, he went on your my, fr- my, my friends didn't. So that's... that. And he She wasn't on my team. She was yeah. always at lunch. Yeah. She didn't want to pass the ball. I, I didn't know why she was on lunch at 10 o'clock in the morning. It was just... 
Not gonna uh, say no name for legal purposes. Right. Yeah. But <laughs> not at all. No, no. But it was it was crazy. So so you just got you got to be on that topic. You have to be aware of who you surround yourself with because all you need is one guess. That's it. And you know what? That's what. <laughs> that is powerful. And what even what she was saying about hearing, we hear, we allow other people to speak things. Um, and I know we sitting here talking, and, and this is just the best way I can say it. So we allow people to speak things into our lives. Those things get into what I believe to be our hearts and into our DNA and become a part of us. And instead of blocking up, you know what I'm saying, all the negative things, sometimes we take that in mm-hmm. and we allow ourselves to become a representation of the negativity that they spoke. Mm-hmm. So... I didn't start my law firm right out of out of law school because I let people tell me you don't have enough experience mm-hmm. and you're young and mm-hmm. you need to go get experience at another firm mm-hmm. and this, that, and the third. And I had already written my business plan while mm-hmm. I was in law school. I already knew what it is that I desired to do, mm-hmm. but I allowed them to speak that into me and for it to become fear, mm-hmm. you know what I'm saying, that was deep-rooted to the yep. point that I waited. I, at that point, I was like, well, I don't even think I'm going to get a job because I hadn't prepared myself to work for someone. I prepared right. myself to have my, my law firm. And so I eventually had to start applying for jobs and had to start interviewing for jobs because I let people tell me, go work for someone first. Yeah. Ooh, I like that. Yeah. I like uh, that. I like and that. That's, uh, Ooh. And that's, you know, Ooh. You want to oh. chime in? Go ahead. Go ahead. Ooh. Ooh. Go ahead. Have you ever heard that? Oh, all the time. Have you ever heard that? Well, you are you you you, you, you cyber security. You are, you are, <laughs> but it, it it comes across it comes across with a lot of um, for me like nobody wants to believe that I can do it. Like they see what I can do, but soon as something get hard, they're like, well, maybe you should just go back to that job that's paying you good that took all your time in your life and you couldn't see Come us and do nothing about it. But then you be like, uh, fuck it. But my thing is, though, like, we all go through that, but that can't be your only motivator. Exactly. It can't be your yeah. only motivator because once you get to that pinnacle that you do prove people wrong, then what? You know, and What's I thought motivator? about that also because when people speak negativity to you, oftentimes there, there are a lot of people that are saying, okay, I want to prove them wrong. Yeah. But it's not even about proving it's them. We keep that. saying prove over and over wrong. that... Yeah. My only competition is me or who I was yesterday or who I was the last 10 minutes yes. or whatever. And true. But the thing about it is the thought process behind mm-hmm. that mm-hmm. is a powerful thought process because it's about, again, blocking out the yeah, negativity of that. other people. strong people. enough to just block right. it. Not right. prove anybody wrong. Because that, that proving, even entertain it. That yeah, proving part that, is yeah. going to destroy you. If yeah. you spend all your life trying to prove yourself to yeah. somebody else, mm-hmm. then you're still feeding into their negativity. Right. And you're just doing it in a way that you think right. might be productive. And if you fall, it will destroy you. Yeah, mm-hmm. and even to add on to that, because once that, if that's your passion, I mean, your passion gets lost because you're trying to prove everybody wrong. And then you got to ask yourself, you got to really look in the mirror and be like, damn, am I really doing this for me? Or am I doing this for... The paparazzi that's criticizing me, right. all the critics. Mm-hmm. You really got to do a deep dive and look into that mirror because that's why when I hear people say that, I tell them I'll be like, "Look, that can't be your main motivation. That could be like a side motivation or or something like that." But your passion and what you really want to do, the the lives that you want to change, the companies that you want to turn around, that has to be your passion. 
because my previous employer that will remain undisclosed, <laughs> I have recorded audio when we had multiple meetings for my supervisor. He don't know I recorded it, but I recorded it and I play those things every day. But I don't use that as motivation because that's the second that, that's the second that's the Just second thing you probably shouldn't say that. Like. No, fuck it. Do your research. And you'll find out. You can I record find. yourself. Uh, but you can't record yourself. Yeah, but, but here, yeah. Right. Right. But at right. the same time, you know, I listen to that and I'll be like, dang, this is why I started Sear Productions. But at the same time, that's not my passion. My passion is to help companies, mm-hmm. you know, uh, build their brand online. Right. You know, that's that's my thing. That, that's my main passion. But I do. So you learned something this week. I did, you know. Something. Okay, all right. Well, that's I, did all something. Yeah. I did learn something. I did learn something. That was a good pitch, right? That was. It was, was a good pitch. It was a great pitch. I know you learned something. I saw that class. I saw that class just come out of that. You know, yeah, no. I, I was like, I had to, I had to rethink about, I had to rethink my whole process. So I'm like, I'm trying to sell massage, and I'm not Mm-mm. just a massage therapist. Not at all. I'm just a guy who takes away stress mm. away <laughs> from everybody lives. That's what that's what I do every day. Yes, sir. All day, every day, any way you feel. I, I do just I just do too much. Yes, sir. And to just classify as to just classify as to just classify as as you massage therapist. The pitch workshop. I did. Yeah. <laughs> that did. black bitch in Orlando meeting was crazy. What? It, it, was, it crazy. was just it was an hour. They, it they, was an hour. They were like they were like Catholic church. It started at seven and eight. It was. <laughs> <laughs> Right. One hour, and one Stephon hour. has some nice shoes on. Yeah, he, he was just like the fun. I'm only saying that because that's what he said in the, in the meeting. Right. I was paying attention. <laughs> <laughs> but, but yeah, so you gotta, oh, you, you gotta really enjoy yourself. Like um, in the, in this in this field, like you're gonna run into a lot of people. Yes, just you are. Try to try to talk you out of doing something mm-hmm. you love to do. They're like, well, you already have a good job. Why you want to do something yeah. else? They don't know your right. vision. Yeah, they like, and my my job is can just fire me anytime they feel like, because Florida is a right to work state, right. so they can let you go. You know, I'm a I'm firm sure. believer in like your path is your path, regardless. Like even though I met those those um, parents, and I ended up going to community college first, like you were saying, my dad put me out at 18, so I've been <laughs> in my own place since I was 18 years old. Um, but that gave me experience to the rental market. And I also became a homeowner when I was like 23 years old. And you got a mm. nice place, though, right? Yeah. You got a nice mm. place, too. You better Thank talk that. You better talk that. So she said she's my client, so I can you say that. Talk <laughs> that. You better talk it. The way these rental rates are now, I'm, what, I'm grateful that I got it way back then. Because yeah. it's crazy. Right. You that, better talk your that. Path it's is amazing. Yeah, it, it definitely is. And where, whatever you, wherever you end up, you ended up there for purpose. You know what I'm saying? And even what you're talking about with passion, it's so important that we um, follow our passions. I can't do what I do if I'm not passionate about it. That's yeah. why I said I had to go to college for music because that's what I'm passionate about. And even with law, what I'm passionate about is those things I said. I want people to be educated. I want them to be empowered. And I feel like I can do that in mm-hmm. the legal field. Mm-hmm. Um, but to just say I want a law firm, no, I don't. I don't necessarily want to sit and push paper, but I want to make sure that people know about the law. 
and how to use it uh, yeah. to maximize their voices, to, to turn up the volume on their interests. Especially for our people. Especially for them. Especially. That's good. Both for us. That's it. That's I it, like man. This. This has been great. And this is, this has been great. <laughs> this has been great. This has been a great we day. We are going to have to put this as a pin on our uh, Facebook page, boy. This has been a good podcast. Oh, no. You know, you know, you know, you can find this tomorrow. Where is that at? Black Business Orlando. <laughs> <laughs> Advertising page. Only you can do it on Wednesday and Saturday. Yes, sir. Between the hours of 8 and 9. I yes, found out. Can't do it no later than 9 o'clock. Or you got to get wait till Wednesday. Yes, sir. That's how it's going to work. Yes, you got to make sure it's between those we days. We you got to do it. That. Like, you got to do it. But if you in Orlando, you listen to this podcast, yes. there's no reason that you shouldn't follow Black Business Orlando. Like they on or Palm Tree Chronicles or Palm Tree Chronicles. Yeah, yeah. Yes. Palm Tree Chronicles is gonna be. I'm telling you, you better catch that wave. Right. You better catch that. You better catch that breeze. That's probably. Oh yeah, yeah. Palm Trees. Ooh. And don't yes. forget Jazzco Fitness. Jazzco Fitness. On Facebook, Instagram, website. It's all the same. Jazzco Fitness. YouTube. <clears throat> oh, oh, yeah. <laughs> my turn. Yeah. So we're at SN Davis Law. Talking. Talking. And uh, actually on IG, I am SND Esquire. Uh, Talking talk Massage God. Oh, AKA uh, Hollywood. Uh, what is it? Hollywood Jack. 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 I was about to say Rico. Hollywood Jack and I do. Yeah, we, got, we still got working on Hollywood Jack on Facebook. You can find me at Massage Guy 33 and then on uh, Instagram. I think it's, the same, it's the same. Massage Guy 33 on uh, Instagram. So it's both. And then. Uh, our lovely host of the evening, Empire Empower Chiropractic. Yes, shout out to Empire Chiropractic. Please follow her. Dr. Ashley Caldwell, thank you for cracking our backs and getting us adjusted. Right. Appreciate you. Next time she adjusts me, I don't want her mad at me. Yes. She she will adjust me. You got to talk to her. Uh, Seal Productions. Today, uh, we here to uh, yeah, <laughs> to make your van, make your brand visible. My table. Uh, anything that you need from video to email, Dope. social media marketing. Uh, please come holler. Please come holler at us. Uh, hit us up on the website. Everything seerproductions uh, uh, on social media and anywhere like that. So we'll be talking to you soon. All right. Well, y'all have a wonderful night. I thank all my lovely guests, Queen Jazzy Jazz, and uh, then uh, Queen Attorney. Attorney <laughs> Shannon Davis. That's my name. <laughs> have a good night, everybody. Peace. Peace.